so I was scrolling, you know, when you're just scrolling on social media and whatnot, and you just come, a, come across interesting facts. It's kind of like, it's kind of, yeah, it's eye opening. It's like, wow. So today I saw that a horse, a horse fits inside of a blue whale fart. They took a fart. They took a horse and put it in the ocean and then a blue whale farted and it just surrounded said horse. Pink eye ensued. All right, let's get after it. Another episode of Cocktail Wieners with yours truly, Spencer Fentonwells. Yes, Malcolm and Jaden, once again. Carson's not here. Yeah, so uh, we're not going to forget this episode. Cocktail of the week. Shirley Temple. That's what we have today. We're calling it a dirty Shirley because we got some vodka in there. Sorry, Mom. Big alcoholic. It's a smooth sipper, for sure. I think this is Polish vodka. Don't even know if that's a thing. Malcolm, what, what are you thinking about it? Uh, I like this drink. I think, did Gavin make it for us first? Gavin, we had it at a bar, uh, Eagle's Nest, yeah. with Gavin. Yeah, that's where we first had it. I like it. It's, um, you know, nice and sweet. It's just vodka. I like vodka drinks, so I'll give it like an 8 or a 9, probably out of 10. Yep, vodka Sprite and grenadine. I'll probably go with like a, with an 8.5. I like it. I could drink it all night. Jaden, what are you sipping on over there? <laughs> I got some water. Hey, we like it. Got to stay hydrated. Got a big football game tonight. Speaking of football, last week. Good transition. Yeah. Hey. Is that what we're doing? Hey. We're we're talking about football? Yeah. Last week. Boys had a hell of a week. Still the hottest gamblers in the game. Jaden, tell them how we did. This week, it's actually not that big of an exaggeration to say we had a good week. We went 500 overall. Against the spread, I think it's it's serviceable. You know, it's 500. I I went 9-7 and for the third straight week. I went eight and eight again. I believe I went eleven and five again. Seven and nine. <laughs> Seven and nine. Close. Hey, two better than last week. Each week, if we improve, both individually and as a group, probably works the same way. Did you guys have any surprises from this last week? I was. I would say the Raiders game. The fact that the Raiders struggled against Miami and a backup quarterback was kind of a shocker. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the Patriots were my lock last week. Uh, that was kind of a joke. But I was also surprised how poorly they played, like collectively, because it's Bill Belichick. Yeah, it's not often you see a Belichick coach team just get bullied like that. I was also surprised with the Lions. Jaden, tell them about that. Tell them about that record-breaking field goal. How'd you feel in that moment? <laughs> I almost retore my ACL. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting to see. Best kicker of all time, Justin Tucker. I think that argument's kind of over now. Yeah, I feel like I, I would have gave, given Vinatieri. Like, I've just always given him the edge. Mm-hmm. Tucker's the most accurate of all time, but Vinatieri was the best kicker of all time. He had moments and stuff. That's, like, the moment yeah. as a kicker. You can't top that. Yeah, that, that was just... It couldn't have been better, too, bouncing off the crossbar. I think for a second, no one knew if it <laughs> yeah. was going in or out. From, like, the TV angle, you could not tell what was happening. The entire stadium yeah. just went quiet. <laughs> Both fans kind of started celebrating. And they realized who went in. But damn, that was, I was surprised with how the Lions are playing, you know? I think I have more faith in them than you, Malcolm. You definitely had more faith in their defense that game. Like, even though the defense continued to do well, I just kept, like, just talking down on them throughout the entire game, and they did fine. I mean, to be fair, uh, Hollywood dropped, like, three or four easy catches. That really helped us. That is true. Good thing I benched Hollywood. I was a lone wolf on Cincinnati and Minnesota, and... I was surprised by both of those results. Like, even though I picked them, mm-hmm. I didn't expect Cincinnati to come out and kind of just dominate Pittsburgh like that. I think we see the wheels falling off for Big Ben. And then Seattle was the weirdest result. They're, yeah. Do we want to talk about their defense? I mean, it's interesting. They aren't bad, but they aren't good. Yeah. It's like... They're not bad, but you don't want them out there 40 minutes. We were just talking about this. Russell Wilson's too efficient. Yeah. I saw that him in... I forget, it was comparing two quarterbacks, and he had like 20 less attempts than said quarterback, like a way higher completion percentage and like 500 more yards. Yeah. It's just like, eh. Imagine just being so good at football that it hurts your team. <laughs> that's that, I mean, that's what's happening. I think their front seven's fine, but their secondary yeah. is, I mean, Jamal Adams is more of a front seven player than true safety. I also think we have to talk about the fact that the Giants let Atlanta win this week. Yeah, I mean, so Baltimore, we we were all confident in. We had across the board Baltimore minus seven and a half. 
We had the Raiders minus three and a half across the board. And then we had the Giants locked in minus three. So that's three L's we all took. Yep. And I'd say the Giants feels the worst. I feel I feel like Danny Dimes let us all individually down. We're going to have to start calling him Danny Pennies. <laughs> <laughs> that, that man was not dropping dimes. It was horrible. Oh, you can't mess around with Atlanta like that. Atlanta sucks. They yeah. won though. Yeah, they won. I think their usage of pits has been really weird. They've they've used a uh, what's his name? Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson better than Pitts. Yeah. What are you taking Pitts? What he went four overall. Why are you taking a tight end four overall if you're not going to feature him? Why are the Giants paying Kenny Galladay seventy million dollars for four years and don't even pass him the ball? Hey, his mom's got the same hey. question. <laughs> Did you see the mom tweet? What she said? Hey, dumb bitch. <laughs> when he was on Kenny Galladay's side. Colin Johnson's just out there catching strays from Kenny Galladay's mom. Did you guys see the whole like Twitter thread? Yeah, it's he like so tried funny. to explain himself, and then she said something. He goes, "Ah, are you illiterate?" Question mark. <laughs> Imagine just like going to Twitter war with a player's mom. It's simply amazing. Should we get into this week? Yeah, let's get it. All right, Thursday night game. Ooh, Gonna yeah. be a burner. This is Malcolm's like just off rip. First time looking at all these. Jaguars, Bengals. I didn't even know that that was Thursday. So Bengals are favored seven and a half here. I'm going Bengals. I'm also going to go Cincinnati. I am also taking the Bengals to cover that. All three locking it in. Hey, we're hey, starting off like... Luck. As, no, we got we, yeah. got we we did nail some across the board yeah. last week. Yeah, we all three locked yeah, in. Yeah, the, the first three. The first three. three. Then it went then downhill from there. <laughs> but that's, hey, start off strong. I have written here on my humbled piece of paper, Jaguars are terrible. So, so that's true. why I'm taking Bengals. Until I see a game where Trevor Lawrence looks like the number one pick, I'm probably mm-hmm. just going to pick against the Jaguars every week. They don't have a defense. They just traded away their, yeah. their best corner, yeah. CJ Henderson. Yeah. Shipped them off. I just don't see any way they can contend with another NFL team. Yeah, and especially Cincinnati looked really good last week against the Steelers, so I don't see them like, digressing in a week. The, Cincinnati had a good offseason. They made some good moves on defense. Um, and that's really all they needed. You know, they took Chase number number five. Mm-hmm. They've got so many weapons for Burrow. I know the O-line's not great, but they're going to be able to do whatever they want. I mean, the O-line's only weakness on the offense. Mm-hmm. They have a fine running back, two good receivers, handsome quarterback. They're all, It's also at home. so It's kind of funny with how they're built, too, because they won this week against Pittsburgh without passing much. Burrow had, I think, like 19 pass attempts or something oh, something yeah. super low. And I think Big Ben had like 58. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> we'll yeah no wonder his arm's falling off. Hey, he completed 38 of those, though. <laughs> Just the other 20 were horrendous. Did you guys see Najee Harris had 19 targets? I did see that. I didn't see that. That's absurd. How many did he catch, though? Uh, I can pull it up. Because if you're a, if you're I got him in fantasy. It was a pretty day for fantasy. If you're a running back getting 20 targets in a game, he had 14 receptions. Okay, that's that's better. Yeah, that's fine. I thought it was gonna be like nine or something. <laughs> he went 14 for 102 through the air, 14 for 40 on the ground. Oh, Roethlisberger ran for five yards. <laughs> Did you see the one play where he was rolling out to his right? And he just like died. Well, there was that one, oh. but there was another one where right as he was going to throw, I think his foot slipped. Oh, and he yeah. just he just you, fell you could over. Probably put together a five minute compilation of just bad Big Ben plays from this Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> just Sunday. Oh, we're picking Cincinnati, Jacksonville. <laughs> what are, what are we talking about Pittsburgh for? Hey, well, we can get in. We can even get into more of that whenever we pick the Packers game. The Washington Falcons next up. Washington's favored here. Which is interesting. Not really, but kind of. Favored by a point and a half, I'm taking the Falcons. I'm going to go Washington, I think. I will also Wait. go Washington. Oh, no, no, no. I have it right. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, taking you're, Falcons. You're uh, it's really hard. You know, Washington has, uh, defense has disappointed me almost every single week now, and I keep having faith in them. But we're three weeks in, and we haven't seen them perform, which is a little bit concerning. I think it's super concerning, and until further notice, I won't even call him like a top half defense. Yeah, that, they can't get pressure. Yeah, that was kind of my exact thought. I honestly think this game, with how Washington's playing, they should be the better team. But I think this game is just completely even. So I'm going with the home team. 
I like the logic. Home team and you get a point and a half. Yeah. Home team and a point and a half, baby. There's not much to be inspired by in Washington. Um, I want to see Heineke get in a rhythm again. It's so weird how good their offense looked against the Giants that game. Mm-hmm. And how good the Giants looked that game, too. What a weird game. But um, they just did not look anywhere close to that. There was that big <laughs> Antonio Gibson touchdown. But outside of that, yeah. th- there was like no fireworks out of them. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, next up, we got another household game. Lions, Bears, Bears favored three and a half here. I'm taking Lions. I'm smashing it. I'll take Detroit. This feels dirty. All three of us are going Detroit. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm going to go Chicago because no, I want to no, make no, I want to no, make no. the case against Detroit. Well, I mean, I could have made a case. Like I was kind of planning on picking Chicago until okay, you well, guys. I'll, I'll roll with Detroit. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I was just talking. We were just talking about it beforehand. Fields had under a second to throw the ball in this last game. Now, I know Detroit, I'll keep talking down on the defense, and Spencer can talk about it. Are you going to Chicago? I'll go Chicago, sure. Um, I hope Detroit wins, but um, Detroit's defense is really bad, and I think Fields is better than what we saw. I just think he has no like offensive line help, which is going to continue to hurt him, obviously, but I think that if he can come out and beat Detroit and like look good that way, people will start to flip on their opinion on him. I think, her, I think uh, Fields could be better than he is, but I... Just with the whole team, the way the offense is structured, I don't think this season we're gonna see. Wait, is starting? Yeah, well, yeah, that's I was the thing. He, that up. he came out. Start. He came out and said Nick Foles might be in the. Oh, okay. Like I'm just disgusting. <laughs> Fuck Matt Nagy. <laughs> yeah, get him. <laughs> no, he he should 100 percent be fired if they come that. out this game and kind of put out the same. Like okay, if I understand if you go back to Andy Dalton, like if he's healthy. You can't all of a sudden just be like, oh, shit, we got Super Bowl quarterback Nick Foles on the sidelines. Let's go bring him in. Cause- and additionally, we just watched Detroit like go neck and neck with Baltimore. Baltimore didn't play well. You know, Hollywood had all those drops. Beyond that, Detroit did a really good job at containing Lamar. Lamar didn't break many big runs this game. He could not get out of the pocket. Like, they mm-hmm. eliminated that. It's a good thing Lamar's a good passer. If Justin Fields is out there... He's not. Not yet. Yeah. Not as good as Lamar. He's a worse passer and a worse runner. Yeah. So if you're going to stick dollar store Lamar Jackson out there against this Detroit defense again. Dollar store. (laughs) I'll call him dollar store Lamar Jackson. He had, what, one one yard per attempt or something? Oh, it was bad. Do you all have the dollar tree up here or just the dollar store? I think we got dollar tree. We got both. Dollar Tree. Hey, that's that's my hometown. That's what I rock with. Yeah, we'll, we'll call him Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Yeah, we'll Lamar a, Jackson. We'll do, a, we'll do a Kentucky edit. But one of the lights <laughs> is always out, so it's like Dollar Tree. <laughs> the R is gone. Uh, so I mean, we just watched this Detroit front seven wreck shop against Baltimore. I think they can do the same thing against Chicago. Like literally copy and paste the game plan. It, and yeah. I don't think Mike, Matt Nagy's a smart enough coach to figure out how to adjust. Dan. And I mean. I know the I'm okay, the Lions aren't great, that's obvious. But Swift and Jamal Adams is one of the better running back duos in the whole league. They're balling. Yeah, it's it's actually surprised me how well they've used both of them. And I know we're under new coaching, but just compared to last year where we primarily used Adrian Peterson over <laughs> Swift, I'm just happy to see that we can now use two running backs in an efficient way. We all laughed this offseason a little bit at that biting kneecaps quote, but I think Dan Campbell really has established like a good culture so far. Mm-hmm. And I think you see it in all three of their games so far, like, especially in the first half of that Packers game, the second half of this Ravens game, and the second half of that 49ers game. They're going to sit there and they're going to fight. And that's why I was kind of like, it was cool seeing the record. Like anytime mm-hmm. you see a record, it's cool. But... I felt so bad for Dan. Yeah. That was going to be his first signature win. And at, it would have been a home. big signature win. At home, at huge. Home against Baltimore, who just beat the Chiefs. And then of it course, would have been so exciting for Detroit. And then, of course, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> hey, Dan's going to break the curse. That's why they beat the Bears. Didn't Goff say something like that? Like, um, he said something like, this won't continue, this curse or something? I will say Goff looks so slow out there. Like anytime he gets pressure, I just have either accepted that he's going to like get sacked or something like that. It's very sad to me. He's not the most agile back there. He's certainly not as fast as me. He said that the gut punches will stop. We'll see. Speaking of a team (laughs) with a bunch of gut punches, yo mom. (laughs) No, I'm I'm just kidding. The Jets, another good transition there. Titans, Jets this weekend. Titans are favored seven and a half here. Now listen to me. The Jets and the Mormons. I've rolled with you the first three weeks. 
The first three weeks, you've given me nothing. <laughs> so I'm rolling. No, I'm, just, I'm not. Nope. Titans win and cover here. I'm going to pick the Titans. I'm also going to go Titans. But I do see how the Jets win this game. Tennessee has a bad defense. What if Zach Wilson finally stops throwing the de- to, to the defense? You, you said what if? I did what, say what if? if. I did say what if. I don't do ifs, ands, buts, or maybe. This is all ifs, ands, or buts. I, I do absolutes. Can the Jets score double-digit points in this game? They've scored, what, 0-6 and six now in the last two games? Zach Wilson's getting close to double-digit picks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, they will get double-digit something. But I think I think the Titans are going to probably hang. Wait, is A.J. Brown going to be back? TBD. It's a hamstring injury. Um, yeah, that's true. I, I could see him sitting this game. Because yeah. I feel like the Titans should easily be able to put up like between 28 and 35 points. And I don't think the Jets are going to be able to put up 28. They're going to be able to run down New York's throat. Like yeah, Derrick yeah. Henry did. Derrick Henry's going to have like 40 touches. That'll be the hot take. Derrick Henry with like 40 touches and like 200 rushing yards. So I got Browns Vikings up next. Browns favored two and a half. And I still have nothing written down here. I'm going with Minnesota. I don't feel good about it. Is Landry back? No, he's on IR. Um, but they got Kareem Hunt. I'm gonna go Cleveland. Okay, I'm. I've been leaning Browns here, just because. Well, I honestly have. Yeah, I'll go Browns. I really don't have anything to say about this game. I have no clue where this is gonna go. Do you have a case? Nope. I think the Browns are clearly the better roster. They're probably a top five roster in the league. Like, it's a very good team. Yeah. But it's in Minnesota. Zimmer loves to control the game. I think it'll be a low-scoring affair, so I'm just going to take the points with the home team. And I guess we'll see where it goes. But the Browns' defense is really good. Uh, Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think if it was three and a half, I might take the Vikings. I'd feel a lot better about it at three and a half. Just like a game-winning field goal. Can turn it all. Colts, Dolphins. Going to be a hell of a game. Dolphins favored by two and a half. I have the Colts. Yeah, I'll go Miami. I'm also going Miami. I will be picking against Carson Wentz for the rest of my life. Until he retires, I'll pick against Carson Wentz every single game. The man has two bad ankles. Give him a break. I was just going to say, I think the Colts might be one of the most disappointing teams coming into the season. Like, I feel like a lot of people had high hopes for them coming into the season, and I don't think that they've met anything close to that. Oh, well, I have good news for you then. You can watch them on Midseason Hard Knocks. <laughs> Just Speaking whatever they want. I also agree with you all. The Colts have been disappointing. They've disappointed me. They also do not know how to use one of my favorite players, Jonathan Taylor. One of the smartest people alive. Did you know he was going to go to Harvard before he went to Wisconsin? He should have. He was going to quit football and go to Harvard before he got the offer from Wisconsin. Just throwing that out there. So I have Colts get it together this week. I feel like they... I mean, the Dolphins are a horrible opponent, so it wouldn't mean that much. Okay, yeah. Just another side note. If you don't give Jonathan Taylor like 15 to 20 touches and also like five targets, you're doing it wrong. He should be getting 20 on the ground and, yeah, five targets a game. You get your best player the ball. No ifs, ands, or buts. Just absolutes. On to the next, Panthers-Cowboys. Cowboys four and a half favorites here. I have Cowboys. I'm going to go with Carolina. I've also got Carolina. This should be a fun one. I was just going to say this I game like is going to be probably a lot more fun. I think it's going to be like a three-point game, so that's why I'm going to take Carolina with four and a half. Yeah, I like the four and a half points, and I just like the weapons we've got in Carolina. Um, Trayvon Diggs for Dallas's defense has been balling, though. Yeah. He's been going nuts. So I feel like DJ Moore might be quiet, but that means we could have a big Robbie Anderson game. He's been Super yeah. quiet so far this year, but um, I think Terrace Marshall Jr. could break out, and it sucks. We want Chubba Hubbard. CMC. Yeah, Chubba Hubbard. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate that he got hurt, especially for my fantasy teams. I've been shocked with the Cowboys' offense. I know they have some of the best receiving threats in the entire league, but they also have Mike McCarthy <laughs> as their head coach. So I've just been surprised how well some of the play calls I see out there. Little. Right to the tight end. I've been I've been surprised. So I think the Cowboys are going to hang like forty plus on them, and I just don't think the Panthers can stay within five of that or four and a half of that. Giant Saints. The Saints are favored by seven and a half here. I also don't have anything written down. What about you, Malcolm? The thing is, is both these teams are just super hot and cold. It looks like in three weeks. I'm going to back my boy Danny Dimes, and I'll take the Giants plus seven and a half. <laughs> don't do it, Malcolm. I think 
Daniel Jones, it was almost like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> like, he became so beloved through the first two weeks. He was the chosen one. And this week, he just shit the bed. He turned on everybody. It sucks to see. He murdered kids. So, now here we are, week four, episode four. Saints are coming in to blow up the Death Star. Fuck you, Daniel Jones. This is That's what I'm... Meta- this is a big metaphor. Big metaphor. I hope there's Star Wars fans listening. <laughs> yes. I'm... Ro- yeah, fuck Daniel Jones. I'm rolling with the Saints. <laughs> that was inspiring. <laughs> um, I will say, Jameis... What was it? Is that Jameis' like first touchdown? The one where he was getting tackled and threw it in the back of yeah. it. That pass was insane. Yeah. And I bet you Drew Brees is just rolling in his grave watching that. That's like the antithesis of <laughs> Drew Brees... Thank you. Yeah, we've got this. Wow, this has been like an English class. <laughs> so, Chiefs, Eagles. Chiefs are favored seven and a half here. I'm taking Chiefs to win and cover. I will take Philadelphia. Ma- Malcolm sounds like me this week. So, Philadelphia, I'm serious. I've never seen a more uninspired Monday night football performance than last night. Garbage time points, though. The garbage time points came through. Um, so congrats to like all Jalen Hurts fantasy football owners. Yes. <laughs> but for the sake of like real life football viewing, Jalen Hurts looked atrocious last night. And I'm not saying he's an atrocious player. Okay. But I think Kansas City's defense can do even more than Dallas is to give him issues. And I don't think Philadelphia has the defense to hang with Kansas City. I was just going to say, I do agree with everything. I do also think it's boring if we agree on everything. And who knows? <laughs> I mean, you just brought up the last the last week to that like Kansas City hasn't won over seven points in a long time. Real money on the line, folks. It's okay to agree. We, we each put $100,000 on these parlays each week. Yeah. I meant to say $100, so it was more believable. But <laughs> 30 Shirley's hit. I see the outcome where Philadelphia covers. I don't see an outcome where they win. Oh, no. Yeah, so I love Jalen Hurts. He hasn't looked the best. However, I think he's kind of proven, at least to me, that he is capable of, I think, being an NFL quarterback. Yeah. They have fine receivers and tight end. But other than that, it's, the defense is atrocious. And also, the co- I think everything about the coaching staff is probably not great. Nick Sirianni is in my top five most hated coaches. Him, Matt Nagy, uh, Joe Judge... Who else? Yeah, I'd have to look at a whole list. You you don't like Pete Carroll. That is true. I I don't like Pete Carroll, but I'm not going to put him in that category. Okay, He's around like probably 20 on my list. What about Bill Belichick? I don't have beef with Bill. Okay. Mike McCarthy? Yeah, he he belongs in the bottom five. I like Mike McCarthy. I'm a Mike McCarthy fan. You know, Green Bay, born and raised. Yeah, Um, I agree. And I think that Green Bay did Mike dirty. What about Kyle Shanahan? Kyle Shanahan's in my bottom five. We got the five right there. Kyle Shanahan sucks. <laughs> he cannot manage games. We watched it Sunday night. Well, I mean, he's not on the field scoring touchdowns too early. No, no but um, so the, the play they scored the touchdown on, there was 12 seconds left on the play clock. And they snapped the ball. And they had three timeouts. Like, they easily could have milked some more clock. And then Green Bay, you know, doesn't have time to set up that field goal. True. I just think it was atrocious clock management. We've seen it in two Super Bowls where they just cannot close out games. So one, I think he's straight up a bad coach. He has some really good schemes. He can't manage games and he doesn't understand player management. All right, let's get right into it then. Let's go 49ers Seahawks right here. Let's 49ers are favored by three. <laughs> let's do it. I'm going San Francisco oh, minus three. <laughs> you guys are show. <laughs> I, I like, think we got, we got Stephen A. Smith Seattle. over here. I, they're we a got, better team than Seattle. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan sucks. I'm taking the Seahawks. <laughs> My boy Russell Wilson's upset. So here's the thing. I'll, I'll say right now I'm going to take uh, San Francisco. If Seattle learns how to manage time, I think we've already touched on it. Either we were just talking about it. If they learn how to manage their time a little bit better, then maybe. But until then, I think the 49ers. That makes sense. I am not convinced Seattle's defense is that good. They're fine. On paper, I think they look better than... They might actually on Sundays. I, I don't know. The 49ers, I just have more trust in them to cover a three-point spread. Fair enough. I do think, I don't know what the over-under on this game is, but I would say you should smash it because I think the Seahawks are going to put up a ton of points. I think, I think it's going to be a close game. 
It's 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> 52 and a half. <laughs> 52? No, yeah. 52 and a half. I'm easily. I'm easily taking that because both teams are going to score over 50, 25 points. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be 62, 69. No, each team is going to put over 25 points. And if you do quick math, that's 50. So that wouldn't cover, but it's going to. Texans, Bills. Bills are favored a whopping 16 and a half. That is the biggest one of the week. That's the biggest one this season. Oh, of the season. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's the biggest one this season. I am sorry, Nick Whitehouse. Big Texas. Big Texas fan there. Um, He does not condone any of Deshaun Watson's actions for the record. But I I mean, if Tyrod was playing, I, I also don't have anything written down this game. If Tyrod was playing, I'd consider covering. But that's probably why it's so big. I'm going to take Bills here. I'll also take the Bills. I've gone against Josh Allen the Bills the past two weeks, and it's hurt me for a lot. So I'll take Buffalo minus 16 and a half. I don't think Houston under Davis Mills can do it. Like you said, Houston under Tyrod maybe. Big Nick? Um, I'm going to go Buffalo too. The 16 and a half points is so tempting. Absurd. It's so many points to just hand a team right off the bat. But Buffalo beat Miami 35 to 0. They just beat Washington 43-21. to The Texans are not going to mess around with them. But Buffalo clearly is a good team. Their defense is for real. And that's kind of like, I think we could put our flag football team out there and cover 16.5 points. Is that going to be our spread for tonight? Probably. Cardinals-Rams. Rams are favored 4.5 here. I'm taking the Rams. I'm going to take... Rams. Rams. I just, I mean, I, I don't like not going against Stafford. I still love him, and I like the Rams a lot. I'm going Arizona. Oh. So it doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> like your knee? <laughs> like my knee. Um, We just watched the Rams handle Tampa pretty easily, Um, and the Rams are at home here. I guess I just think, you know, it's a divisional game. Sometimes these NFC West games just get... A little crazy. Maybe we get an overtime game that ends in a field goal. So I'll take five points. Arizona's a good team. Five points is a lot. Yeah. Arizona's a very good team. Kyler seems to always stay in games, like despite whatever happens. So I do think five is a lot. I could definitely see Arizona keeping it within five. I do understand what you all are saying. And I do think this could be a like a good case for a letdown game from the Rams because they're on top of the world right now. Yeah. Kind of like the Ravens this last week. The Lions are just good. A little hangover from, yeah. you know, just a big win. Yeah, so I think, I mean, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford have been on another level. I think the Rams are the best team in the league. I don't think it's close. So that's why I'm taking Rams here. This, Ooh, this, is, worst, this is a good one. This is so weird. <laughs> no, 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 this is this is how us betters love to see. This is what we love to see right here. Ravens-Broncos. Broncos are favored here. By one, I'm of course taking the Ravens. Ravens. It's just weird to see. It, like, I understand the logic, but I don't understand how 99% of the money is not going to be coming in on the Ravens. Like, I think the, the line could shift to like minus two Ravens by the end of the week just because mm-hmm. of how much money is going to come in on them. Mm-hmm. So, what you're hearing is take everything out of your savings account, retirement account, shut down the Roth IRA. And just smash it on the the Ravens here because there's no no way they lose. Well, Hollywood Brown needs to learn to catch. Well, oh, he'll figure it out. The other thing is like Denver's three and zero, but they're three and zero against teams that have collectively gone zero and nine. They have not played a good team yet, and Baltimore is definitely like a good team that they're going to have to play. So I just they haven't seen actual competition yet. If Hollywood Brown catches those touchdowns, I think this line could be minus three and a half Ravens. For that reason, it's just like so easy to smash. You're getting a free point. Lamar Jackson was like flawless on Sunday. It was the best. Okay, I won't call it the best. I'll call it a top three passing performance of his career. Like, I'm serious. That man was dropping dimes on every inch of the field. It just really sucks. Hollywood had three big drops, and then Sammy Watkins dropped one that was right in the breadbasket. It's just so frustrating with a player like Lamar, who you just see get ripped on by national media 24-7 about the inability to throw. And he goes out there and throws, and they drop him. You can't break narratives if you don't have the help around you to help break them. Those were three beautiful throws. Very. 
And I don't know how good Denver's defense actually is. They have some injuries right now, too. They're almost as beat up as Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's why I'm, everyone should smash Baltimore here. Do we have they're a case good. for the Broncos at all? Zero. Breaking news. The professor that has uh, been an a- an a-hole, we'll put it that way, for most of the season, most of the semester, not season, <laughs> has just emailed me and said, well done, guys. Certainly one of the best in the class. Oh, yeah. I would like to see an introduction, but more importantly, some conclusions drawn. But you really have good report for our purposes. Signed, Mitch. He's got two first names? Well, yeah, his email says Bryce, and he signs it Mitch. And his last name is Griffin. So. I, I don't trust that guy. Do we okay, trust yeah, yeah, yeah. We Big Ben's arm? No. Green Bay minus seven. Yeah. Steelers or Packers are favored seven over the Steelers. I'll take Packers. Are, are we all going across the board? Packers? Yeah. Packers, Packers, Packers. Go Pack, go. Big Ben go, looks pack, go. so bad. Go, pack, it would go. be hilarious to me if we go, got to see uh, go. Dwayne Haskins go, come and start before go. the end of the season. If Big Ben continues to look as bad as he does. I think it would be great to see that. I don't think he'll actually get benched, but I think they'll make up an injury to give him the excuse to sit down on the bench for the rest of the season. Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. For Mason Rudolph? No. Yeah. Is he the backup? He's the backup. Mason Rudolph would be the first off the bench, I would guess. Oh, I, I I don't think they actually bench him um, just because, you know, he's been there for like probably like 20 years now. Yes. Um, you, you know, you don't bench that. And it's sad. It's sad to see to me when you have, I mean, he's been a fine, a great quarterback throughout his career. Mm-hmm. And it's sad whenever like players go out yeah. at like the worst time in their career. Do you yeah. remember Peyton Manning when he hit the wall? Mm-hmm. It sucked to see. It's just sad. Because growing up, he was the best quarterback of all time in my head. Yeah. So then you see that and it's just like, it does suck. But I don't see how Big Ben can like even compete anymore. So yeah, Packers, easy. Easy. In Green Bay. Bucks, Patriots, Bucks favored by seven here. I'm taking the Bucks to win and cover. I'll take Tampa Bay. We all agree too much this week. Tampa Bay. I'm also going Tampa. Brady's going for the touchdown record this game. Mm-hmm. Take I think middle finger to Bill. Yes. That's Tom Brady's gonna come in there and be well, because I mean, you also brought up a good point earlier. It's like Bill, if anybody knows Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. I don't think you can necessarily stop Tom Brady, but it's like, if anybody does, it's Eli Manning and Bill Belichick. I, I bet you Bill Belichick has like a binder just full to the brim of plays that Tom Brady struggles with. J- just like certain little tendencies Brady has. Bill knows him better than any player in the league, I'm sure. So I don't necessarily think New England's talented enough to win the game, mm-hmm. but to stay within seven, I think there's a chance. I think there's a really real chance. Yeah, I think Belichick could like come up with good defensive schemes against Brady, but then it just is on Mac Jones' shoulders at that point. And I don't he surprisingly he's licked the best probably out of the rookies as of right now, but he still hasn't like full on impressed me. Yeah, it's been kind of uninspiring for all the rookies. Yes. I'm going Tampa. Easy peasy. Tampa. Smash it. The counter arguments. Raiders, Chargers, Monday night football. The Manning special on ESPN2. Tag him in the comments. Let's get on there. I feel like Eli probably loves Derek Carr. You think so? I think so. I just got a little feeling about that. Well, the Chargers are favored three and a half here. I don't remember if I said that. So I'm taking the Chargers. I'll take the Raiders. I'm going to go Chargers too. I think the Raiders are probably bigger pretenders than... Than the the, Broncos. Yeah, than the Broncos. (laughs) They're just not good. Unless it's like the fourth quarter and Brian Edwards starts going Randy Moss on people. Hey, yeah. So the thing is, is that Raiders look good in prime time. So maybe they can come out and look good in prime time again. Well, here's my thing. Right on this piece of paper, I have written that the Raiders will show their true colors, because I think it's about time that Gruden shows that he's not a good coach. Derek Carr has a letdown game. The defense has a letdown game, and I think the Chargers win handsomely. Speaking of Gruden. What do we think the odds are that they get him on the Manning cast from the sideline? You know, Gruden, Gruden loves his Monday Night Football. Probably 98%. There's nothing I'd love to see more than a camera crew set up in front of Gruden so he can talk to the Mannings mid-game. That'd be so funny just with his, like, through his headset. Yeah, you know what I'm seeing here, Eli? I'm seeing two over top. 
Uh, oh, shit. We just threw an interception. I got to go, guys. And then you just see him talking to the players on the sideline. I've got a new rule for the Mannings, by the way. They're not allowed to have non-football oh. players on it. LeBron I, was so bad. I went back and watched it just because Spencer told me how awful it was. And that was so bad. It wasn't. I didn't think it was as terrible as you all did. But I think LeBron tried too hard to be like a football player. Yeah. Like he was diagnosing plays at one point. It was just like, eh, you're not wrong, but. I just like it when we've got the football guys on. Because like when McAfee is on, and obviously he's a media personality, but mm-hmm. it feels so natural. Like he knows how to build rapport and just comfortably talk about this. And like, yeah, it felt like LeBron was trying so hard. Yeah, I think it should be anybody under the age of 40. And football players. Yeah, because yeah. Favre is not welcome back either. Oh, I want Favre every week, though. <laughs> well, Nick Saban was on. I think yeah. you... Yeah. Did you see Nick Saban? I didn't see the Saban He was part. good. He, he was good on there. Mm-hmm. So It's kind of a cool game for him to be on, too, mm-hmm. with Hurts and Devonta. Well, yeah, it was, there was a ton of times. Well, there was one play when Nick Saban was on where Hurts threw the ball to Devontae Smith and Quandre Diggs intercepted it. <laughs> oh, hell <laughs> And yeah. he coached all three of them. So it's like, and I think Peyton Manning was like, damn, so even you coach the whole NFL out here. <laughs> so, I mean, hey. I love the Manning cast. Yeah, it's good. I think hopefully by t- in time it takes over like the entire broadcast, but I'm not sure I like that. It's not like the full screen. Yeah. I like seeing their faces, but I don't need to. I agree. We know what their voices sound like. Mm-hmm. And because there are times where the like, like Eli was doing the yeah. Dak warm up. Yeah. That's funny to see, but you could just cut to that and not have their faces on. But what I want to see it become is like a paid thing, like Red Zone. You pay five extra dollars a month, and then there's no commercials, and they can do their fun. They can do the Dak dance and spots where there would be a commercial break and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, that's a good idea. I that's why we pay for it. That's why we should be on the show. We should be. all three of us. We can come on during a quarter and talk about it. Or if Peyton makes spread picks, I wonder how much money they make from that. Because this is completely off topic, but I saw the voice salaries, and Ariana Grande is going to make $25 million a Wait. season. $25 million a season for a TV show. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I was just surprised that I thought it said that they did a 10-year deal with Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah. His contract is ten a 10-year deal beginning in 2023, so I don't know what he's doing right now. Um, Math don't add up there. That's the new NFL TV contract. Oh, okay. Hmm. So we have all the picks locked up. Let's go locks of the week. I'm doing three here, but I forget all of them. Ravens win. I'll do Tennessee. Titans. I'll go San Francisco. Is that? I think that's my second straight week. I think I might have taken them against the Packers because I was talking some shit. Yeah, and they ain't beating the Seahawks. I, I'm kind of sad. I think Kevin King might have heard our podcast because um, he didn't play because of illness. But what if it was mental illness? Like and his then, feelings were oh, hurt. Damn. It might have been. Kevin King, we love you. I hope you are okay. I feel terrible. Eric Stokes did outplay you, though, so <laughs> you may have lost your job. You're welcome to come join the podcast. I'm thinking Ravens, Buccaneers, and Cowboys as my three-team parlay lock of the week. Like I said earlier, no ifs, ands, buts, or maybes. I only do absolutes. What you laughing at, Chris? And also, as the wide wor- the wise words of Jalen Hurts, this is what we're going to have to do with our flag football game this weekend, Malcolm. Did you see this? He said, whenever you take a deuce, you don't turn around and look at it. You flush it down and walk away. So they ain't, he's not watching film. So we're moving on. That's how you win in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch film. Yeah, name one great player that watched film. Rob Gronkowski doesn't. You don't, you don't watch your poop swirl, and you don't watch film. And that's how you become the greatest NFL player of all time. Any closing words? I could go on all night about Kyle Shanahan, but I'll just sum it up. <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle Shanahan. Um, I actually just, oh, okay. So I'm going to keep talking. I just traded for Elijah Mitchell today, actually in one of my leagues. So this feels disgusting. I own Trey Lance, Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon, and Brandon Ayuk on the same team. And I might get 10 points out of them this next week. Yeah. What's your record in that league? Two and one. Okay. The high score in the Not league. bad. Not bad. Um, they, it, my entire bench is pretty much just 49ers and it feels disgusting, but if things ever click for them and like Trey Lance comes in and suddenly him and Trey Sermon are running RPOs and then Brandon Ayuk remembers how to play. He kind of remembered against Green Bay. Almost. You know, that could be a dominant bench. Hey, it's definitely not bad. 
but I have seen better. Let's go get to a flag football game. Let's go shock the world. Let's go pull another episode, Malcolm. Woo! I'm your quarterback. Jaden's our coach, and Malcolm's our number one wide receiver. Yes, sir, with one reception. Shout out the Fighting Musketeers. All right, all right, all right. Before we get into the college football, real quick, I just want to cover some, I guess I guess you could say some news. Josh Gordon has officially been reinstated to the NFL and is signing with the Chiefs. Now, it's kind of one of those annoying things where a potentially good player is going to join a contender. But, you know, Josh Gordon hasn't really been relevant in the NFL for probably five years now, since like 2017. Remain to be seen if he can do anything good. Honestly, this might be a hot take. I don't think the NFL should have reinstated him. I believe in second chances, third chances. Pretty crazy that he's back, but I guess I'm still cheering for the kid. Hopefully he ends up good. NBA 2K is adding Mexican teams to its global expansion. Let me say that again. NBA 2K is is adding Mexican teams. I didn't know Mexico had teams. Interesting. Richard Sherman also back in the NFL, signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Interesting move here. Richard Sherman said the arrest forced him to go ask for help. For those of you that don't know, he was uh, caught beaten down, well, I guess, one of his baby mama's doors. Did not look like a happy man in that moment. Got arrested for, I think it was domestic violence. If he actually went and got help, good for him. But he'll be back. Patriots running back James White is expected to miss the rest of the season because of a hip injury. Good old Wisconsin boy, I feel bad for him. The NBA is saying no pay if unvaccinated players can't play. I'll leave it at that. I think that's interesting. Some of the wildest news coming out of today. Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers right-handed pitcher, Williams, punches wall, breaks hand. There goes another doofus out there punching walls. I've never. Why the hell would you punch a wall? I know a lot of frat guys like to do it. I know... A lot of Brads and Chads like to do it. The wall's going to hit you back harder than you're hitting it. Breaks hand, probably out for the season. It's getting into college football. Got a question of the day. Is the ACC out of uh, the playoffs? Interesting question here because we've been accustomed to Clemson. I think, they've, I think Clemson's made it five out of the last six years or something like that. So we've been accustomed to Clemson making it every single year. However... Outside of Clemson, the ACC really does not have, I mean, they really don't have anything, you know? I would not, I'm not scared of any ACC team this year, so it's kind of interesting, but let's take a look at the standings real quick, or the rankings, I guess we would call them. AP Top 25, Top 4. Finally, 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 we get Oklahoma to drop out of there. Oklahoma's 4-0, but obviously has not looked great. So yeah, Top 4 reads Alabama, Georgia at 2, Oregon 3, 4 Penn State. Oklahoma has dropped out of the top four. They dropped down to six. Iowa comes in at five. I'm a little surprised. Penn State is above Iowa. I feel like Iowa's put together more of a impressive first four games in Penn State. Penn State beat a horrific Wisconsin team only by six. Oregon's look good. I think they belong there. Georgia's defense looks like the best in the country. Their offense, not so much. Probably belong at two. Alabama won. So it's shaping up interestingly. As I was talking about earlier with Clemson, they have since dropped all the way to 25. When I was talking about it earlier, didn't realize they already have two losses. Thought that was their thought that was one loss for them. So they're out of playoff contention. In the top ten, we also have Cincinnati at seven, then Arkansas, Notre Dame, Florida. I think Florida is a better team than Probably all of those I just mentioned. I think Florida's probably better than Oklahoma, Cincinnati, Arkansas, and Notre Dame. So I'd have Florida at six. I mean, they just took the number one team to the last play of the game, lost by two. Arkansas's been, like, fine, and they have beaten two ranked opponents, but I don't think they're a top ten school. Cincinnati, meh, they don't play anybody. Notre Dame has had a handful of power five wins, a handful of ranked wins, but... That game got so ugly against Wisconsin, but if they don't take that kickoff return or two pick sixes back on back-to-back throws, that game's not not a blowout. So that's interesting. Old Miss, kind of coming out of nowhere. The SEC's weird this year, you know? If you would have told me Arkansas and Old Miss were the fourth and fifth highest ranked SEC teams, I'd be shocked. Michigan and Michigan State out of the Big Ten are climbing up. 
And boys, speaking of football, now this is kind of a like a dual edition of the podcast because I'm actually recording this the day after we recorded the Pick'em With The Boys segment. We had that flag football game we were talking about. Did not go as planned. Ended up losing 50-something to six, I think. No, I'm just, I, 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 yeah, I can't lie. We, we got blown out. But your boy here, star quarterback. Mm, if you've ever torn a groin or pulled a groin, you know how damn painful that can be. Our team's falling apart. I can hardly walk today. I can hardly move. Every time I flinch or anything, my, my crotch hurts. My crotch burns. Not an STD, though. I want to talk about this uh, Ohio State player real quick. This is wild. Their, li- their linebacker, Kavon Pope. Imagine this. He goes running onto the field for a play. Guy who's on the field starts waving him off. Kavon says, the hell with this. Shit, I ain't getting waved off by nobody else. So I guess he's had enough. Kavon Pope takes his uniform off and heads to the locker room. Ohio State staff runs over there, tries to calm him down. Says, hey, hey, Mr. Pope, Mr. Pope, you're not acting like the Pope. Come on, let's go back. So Kavon moseys back, but I guess he just had enough. So that man just heads straight to the locker room, takes his uniform off, quits the team at halftime. So it says here, former Ohio State Buckeyes linebacker Kavon Pope enters transfer portal. He didn't answer no he didn't enter no transfer portal. He just quit the damn team. That's the same thing for me when Wisconsin had those two players I talked about getting in a knife fight. He both came out that like both the players entered the transfer portal. No, they didn't. They got kicked off the damn team. They didn't enter no transfer portal. Come on, get out of here. So I just thought that was hilarious. Come on, Pope said, the hell with this. I've had enough. He takes off the jersey and just heads heads out out of town. I gotta be honest. I haven't paying att- I haven't been paying attention a ton to college football. I need to do more of that more of that this weekend. Might be hard with the old Oktoberfest in La Crosse, Wisconsin. We'll get to the final segment. Of course, your Wisconsin Badgers. Now it was a tough, tough weekend. Tough weekend. Wisconsin plays Notre Dame. Top twenty matchup. I told myself before going into this game that we had a shot. And when me and my grandpa talked, I said, this is going to be my make it or break it game for Graham Mertz. I know you can never put that much, you know, focus on one player, blame on one player. It's always kind of been like, he hasn't just, he hasn't played well. While it was a make or break game, he sure as hell broke. Wisconsin lost a complete blowout. It was a close game. Lost 41-13. Entering the fourth quarter, Wisconsin He's a little touchdown drive. Takes the 13-10 lead and on the ensuing kickoff allows Notre Dame to run it back. From then on, the wheels fell off. That being said, Graham Mertz came back out, tried to play hero ball to bring us back. Back Back-to-back pick sixes. Yeah. Interceptions turned to touchdowns. You heard it. And a field goal in there. So Notre Dame ended up scoring... I believe 31 points in the fourth quarter, which is pretty abysmal. Don't know how. Yeah. So there you go Wisconsin one and two on the year, entering week four. So this this coming weekend we play Michigan. Wisconsin, of course, falls out of the top 25. Not a shocker. So this week we play Michigan. Michigan top 15 ranked team coming to Camp Randall. It's a home game, so that might give us hope. Except what doesn't give me hope is the whole damn team. Our quarterback play's been bad. Our running back play's been okay. But for Wisconsin football, been bad. Offensive line play, the worst I've seen since Paul Chris took over. Receivers, on on average from the core group, probably some of the best receivers we've had, which doesn't say a lot because Wisconsin never has good receivers. So bad. Our front seven could be one of the best front sevens in all of college football, or a top three unit. But boy, oh boy, our secondary is just struggling out there. And I don't get it. I'm not confident with that team coming into this game. I think we have a way better shot at going to be one and three than to be two and two. So, And I mean, this year just sucks because Wisconsin had everything in front of them. And I, I, I'm not even going to say it again. So, yeah, I'll keep my keep my fingers crossed for this game. 
maybe we can pull the upset. Surprisingly, again, Wisconsin was a six-point favorite against Notre Dame. They're a two-point favorite against Michigan. Michigan's undefeated, and we suck. I don't get these lines sometimes. I don't get them. There's not really much we can do at this point for the year. You know, I I think this is showing more on the coaching staff of Wisconsin on the players. Not saying our players are great, but there's no enthusiasm from the sideline. And I guess more what I'm saying is there's no player development. Graham Mertz has shown no improvement. The running backs have taken a step back. Offensive line has taken a step back. Defense is probably the only the only coach on our staff I think is worth anything is Jimmy Leonard. So maybe you fire everyone and promote him to head coach. With way worse quarterbacks, Wisconsin has averaged 30-plus a game, 35 a game. I think since Graham Mertz has taken over the starting job, Wisconsin averages less than 10 points. Wisconsin averages less than 10 points a game since Graham Mertz has taken over. You know how hard it is to not hit 10 points in football? That just means you suck. So I don't really expect anything to be different this coming weekend. I think Wisconsin probably goes 6-6 six and six on the year. And just qualifies for a bowl game. But hey, the jerseys looked good. The jerseys looked clean out there. I, I showed you last one. They had a little ooh, pinstripe. But we didn't play as good as the jerseys looked. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't even know. Where, it's just one of those years. It's like the year's already gone. You know, in college football, that's kind of how it works. So I don't even know where they go from here. But it makes me sad. Makes me sad. I guess I'll just have to get drunk this weekend. We'll try to, let's try to, hey, hit hit up the comments and drop drop your favorite cocktails in there you'd like me to try. You know, we need some more more ideas for cocktail of the weeks. The drinks me and Malcolm enjoy on the show. Just drop them down there in the comments. Let me know what is your favorite cocktail. And hey, maybe you'll be lucky enough to be sponsored. Not sponsored. Recognized. I'll be like, hey, this suggestion came from blah, blah, blah. Just an idea. Wisconsin, let's get it together. Let's pull it together. And as always... On Wisconsin.